Nonkululeko Mandula on SAFM. Wake up and live. We've got uh, Clement Chawuke, life coach, and today he's talking about how to start a non-profit organization. Good morning, Clement. Good morning to you too, Stesnungululego, and all your listeners. Why did you find it important to, to tell us how to start a non-profit organization? Um, I found it important that this morning to, to speak about how to start a non-profit organization um, because People in many communities, especially in the modern day and era, we have different type of socioeconomic issues. Um, a lot of things are happening in different communities, uh, things like injustices, um, GBV, and where, where there are problems, you find that there are also individuals who emerge in those communities to say, I want to become a voice of change. I want to bring a change in my community to make it um, a better community. And when we come as coaches, we always, you know, raise leaders, equip them to tell them that you can and go out there and make a positive impact to change the lives of people. And in most cases, what happens is there are many people out there who are doing greater jobs but the the disadvantage that in in the long run that they, that they face is they do the work that they are doing without building proper systems that will enable them to can grow further doing what they do so most of the people they do have capacities to can start non-profitable organizations and i'm saying that because they are already doing the work but they don't have information in terms of how do we build a structure or a system that will help us to grow beyond what we are already doing all right uh, so let our a-teamers know yeah so basically an unprofitable organization it's um it's an organization it's a type of a business organization that operates um, without you know having um, using money as a as a primary as a primary goal, um, when people start a business, the primary goal in most cases is I want to make money. But a non-profitable organization, it's a it's a type of a business that when you started, the primary goal is not to make money. It does make money, but the primary goal is not to make money. And then the second thing is when you are registered as a non-profitable organization, you are exempted from uh, paying tax. So the point number one that we, we're going to look at that will give you a success in terms of um, growing your, your non-profitable organization. Number one is you need to clearly identify and state the need or a problem in your community. And then the second thing, after you have stated a problem, you need to come up with a solution. Um, if in your community, let's say, for example, 
the problem there, it is gender-based violence. You need to state that problem and check the roots. What is it that, you know, um, increases the rates of gender-based violence? And having had identified the need in your community, the second thing that you're going to do is you need to come up with a solution. The solution that you can come up with, for example, uh, uh, come up with an organization that will, you know, um, help the victims in your community, give them information in terms of if it happens that somebody uh, abuses you physically or sexually, what is it that you can do in order that you may report them? In terms of um, rape cases, uh, there are victim-friendly rooms when you go to your nearest police stations. So many people don't know about these things. So if you, you build a proper organization, you can become a voice of change in your community in that regard. So identify problem first in your community. And then the second thing is come up with a solution and, and build a system that people will know this is a channel that I need to use in order that I may get the help that I need in regards to the situation that I have. But Clement, NPOs are also uh, difficult to run because there's no money that you necessarily make, so no profit. Um, so if one wants to identify the challenge in the community and address it um, once they've registered what is it that they can do to get funding because there are so many NPOs that end up not operating because of a lack of funding yeah so so for for us to get to that stage where you you get funding and I've seen a lot of people who you know they start organizations before even they can register they start organizations and go to different doors and say, I need funding, I need funding, I need funding. If you don't have um, proper documentation in place, it is very much difficult for you to be to be funded. Um, what you need to do in order that you may be able to, to get funding, you need to um, get your, your organization registered properly go to departments that are responsible for registering uh, non-profitable organizations. So then there's an, you, you can go to social development, the social development that they are responsible for registering NPOs, which is a non-profitable organization. You can do that online. You visit them online, um, use your Google to search for that and then you will be able to register your organization there. And then secondly, if you don't register it as a non-profitable organization, you can register it as an NPC, which is a non-profit company. And for you to can register as an NPC, you use CIPC website to can register your company there. And then in, in terms of being um, compliant for you to be able to, you know, apply for funding, you need to make sure that as an organization, you are always compliant in terms of documentations, do your annual returns with the SARS. And then the second thing, which is again important, you need to make sure that your company has an operational business account because I've seen many non-profitable organizations 
when people want to fund them, you find that there's a, there's a disaster. People don't even have a bank account. Make sure that you get a bank account in place. And for you to get to the state where you can have your own bank account as a non-profitable organization, you can have a bank account before registering your, your organization. And for you to be able to register your organization, you can do it as, a, as an individual. You need to have a team of about the three plus people. So in your organization, you, there must be a chairperson, there must be a treasurer and a secretary. So that's the other thing that is important. Before you can attempt to register, build a team of people. And like I said, there must be a chairperson, um, a treasurer, and a secretary. And then coming to, to your question, um, when you speak about people struggling to, to get funding, um, so this is the other thing that happens with many people who register NPOs. There's something that they miss out on, which is very, 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 very much important. When you register an NPO, you need to also go to SARS and register for a PBO. So for companies, especially big companies, for them to fund you without the dead PBO certificate, there's no way that they can fund you. And that, like I said, that's the part that many people, they miss out on. They think that simply because of, I have an NPO certificate, I have it all figured out, I've done the work. And one of the major works that you need to do, it is to apply for the PBO certificate which helps companies that fund you to can also go to SARS and, and use the very same certificate to say we are helping communities and that in return benefits the companies that they that funds you so people fund you knowing that in return funding you it will also benefit them so for them to come to the stage of being benefited by funding you you must have the pbo certificate so Clement, as a life coach, how do you assist the people who are keen on starting non-profit organizations? I assist them in terms of uh, building a structure, building a team, coaching their team, because it is also important that we go through, you know, sessions of team building, understanding why do we do what we do, and then in terms of compliance, um, which channels to use? Because most of the people don't have information in terms of how to, to get what we want to get. Like I said earlier, um, we, you need to also get a PBO certificate as, a, as an organization. That is also a process that can take about a period of three months. And there's a lot of documentation that needs to be done for you to can get the, the PBO certificate. So those are one of the things that I, I help organizations with, with, with in terms of which channels to use. Uh, for those who haven't yet even registered their organizations, I help them in terms of understanding the difference between um, running an NPO and having an NPC. It's very much important that you know the distinction between before you can even um, attempt to register. And then uh, when you register for, for an NPO, you need to have a constitution 
um, that speaks about the mandate of an organization. It's also a document that can be three to four pages. So I also assist in that regard to, to help in terms of structuring a constitution that will help your application to be successful whenever you apply. And then the other major thing is I also, as, as, a, as, as somebody who is in the field of graphic design and branding, I also help people in terms of coming up with a name that will become relevant to, to the field that you are venturing into. Because some names, they don't uh, speak to, to what people do. And that also, again, becomes a challenge in the long run. All right, uh, Clement, uh, thank you so very much. Uh, you've uh, opened up the eyes of our A-teamers um, in terms of how to start a non-profit organization. For those who'd like to be in touch with you, how do they do so? Thank you once again. Um, so for those who want to be in touch, with me, in touch with me on social media platforms, it is Clement T.C. Chauke, Clement T.C. Chauke. And my WhatsApp line is 061-497-9952. I repeat, 061-497-9952. Thank you so very much. What a great pleasure.